Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. Uh, this is episode 206, and we have a bit of a format change here. We're not going to review any series today. We're going to be talking a little bit of uh, news and a little bit of what we've been working on. And then we have a topic of our topic of today is who's going to replace Jodie Whittaker as the doctor. They announced not that long ago that the, the Jodie Whittaker and Chris Chibnall are going to be leaving the show after the next whatever season or whatever. And who are they going to get to replace? And we can talk about some of the choices that have been mentioned online and maybe some of our choices. So uh, I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. And I want to start with a little bit of news. Um, this is, um, it's been a little while, but um, one thing that comes up for Doctor Who news anyways is um, the actress Jackie Lane had passed away a, a little while back. She played Dodo in the classic Doctor Who series, and it's, you know, there's not that many of her episodes that still exist, but there's a couple. And uh, it's always sad to hear that because we don't have too many people left from the Hartnell era and even the Troughton era and all I of them. I think three of her episodes survive. Yeah. Or stories, I should say. Yeah. Gunfighters, and... the Ark, and War Machines, which he's only in it for an episode or two. Mm. And I, I hope, you know, not to transgress, but I hope the um, they do some animated episodes. We get to see more of her. She's not my favorite companion. I, I, I've been known to always put her down a little bit because of it, but obviously that's based on just a couple of episodes and they're not necessarily good outings for that no. character. She She's generally... When they rank the companions, always down at the bottom. Her and Adric usually, and Mel usually take their turn being the last number, the last person, the last companion liked. But that means that doesn't mean you know. I still want to see her episodes, her other ones that we haven't seen yet. So you know, I really hope they can do that. And um, so it's unfortunate that we're losing these people, but um, so. That's, and in good uh, news, William Russell is like in his 90s, still going strong and doing conventions. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, oh, speaking of Jackie Lane, before she even passed away, Big Finish had announced that they're going to bring back Dodo, but recast her. Okay. Yeah. So they did that, you know, you know, before she passed. Oh, okay. Do they know who? Did they yeah, cast they her do, yet? But I, yes, they did. It's because I don't remember who it's, it's part of the, uh, when they do the early adventures range, which hasn't come out yet, or her that part of the first Doctor set comes out next year. Okay. So I used to know, but I don't remember, and I couldn't find it. Okay. Um, a couple other things for Doctor Who news. Uh, most of this is all big finish news, but the um, Russell T. Davis, I guess, had written a script or uh, something a while ago, and and never really got it produced for when he was showrunner called the mine of hodiac and so i guess big finish is now going to do this it was a, i guess a fan a written thing for the sixth doctor and so now they're going to do it for big finish with um obviously colin did baker he, and didn't he submit it though submit it for the bbc yeah or at least to john ethan turner 
Yeah, way back in when. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And uh, it was rejected. So I don't know if that means that it sucks and it's going to, you know. Whatever. I don't. Well, well I think it got rejected because it had the sixth doctor and Mel, and either Colin Baker had already gotten fired from it or they were doing the trial. Okay. Anyways, that's coming up. So big finish fans can check that out. Um, Chris Velkiston's also been doing big finish stories as well, which is pretty cool. Yes, he's got a second set, a second set coming out in the fall. The first set's already out. Yeah, I just that got is. it because you know USA. I, I get I prefer the the CD to get the hard copy, so it took longer for me to get it. Yep. So I'm looking forward to listening to that. So going on to the TV show, the Doctor Who TV show, obviously after these people leave, um, I guess there's been talk that they're going to try to, when they bring the show back, there's going to be some changes, radical changes. I don't know if it's going to be a little darker or how they're going to do it. We always hear that, and I don't know if you guys think the same way, but it seems like every time it does come back with a new showrunner, it doesn't necessarily get any better. (laughs) If anything, it's gotten worse. I'm not saying Stephen Moffat was a lot worse than Russell T. Davis, but it did eventually get worse. That guy after Moffat. (laughs) Who was that? Oh, Chris Chibnall? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, um, he didn't, like I said in the past, I think Chris Timnell fixed a few things that Moffat kind of broke, but he he broke more, Chris Chibnall broke more things than he fixed things, so <laughs> when you have someone come in to do work in your house and they come, they leave, they leave and your house is falling apart, it's like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. so. Um, so you, he said. That he always intended to leave when Jodie Whittaker left. I I don't believe that. Do you think they're I? Do you think they're they're, they're being forced out? Yeah, I do. I actually I I, I actually kind of do. At least Chibnall anyway. I always thought Jodie was going to do three series because usually that's the average. But it's a it's a very light three. Yeah, it, she did. If you look, take amount of episodes that she's done compared to Tenet, Smith, and Capaldi, she's like the second least. I mean, obviously, Eccleston only did 13, but she's done like the second least of the new Doctors. Yeah. So I don't know. She's, I don't know if she's actually being, I think he's being forced out and she's like loyalty to him is probably leaving too. The thing is, though, I don't know who's at fault for for the ratings for the show. I mean, I don't blame Jodie Whittaker completely. I don't blame necessarily Chris Chibnall. I always thought maybe Chris Chibnall was like, "Here's what I want to do," and the maybe someone the BBC was saying, "No, no, no, we want to do this, this, and this." And and in which case, maybe Chibnall's leaving because he doesn't agree with what the BBC's doing. But we'll never know because it's just kind of like. I don't know, but I've never seen so much negativity towards a doctor and a showrunner in a long, long time since Trial of a Time Lord, probably. And in Trial of a Time Lord, there wasn't social media, so it was just hearsay bits and pieces. Yeah, I I mean, 
Julia, you, you, you didn't live through that. You, you, you weren't experiencing it, but at the time that Swiss McCoy and Colin Baker's doctors were kind of in control and everything, we got a, we got a lot of negativity. There was a lot of magazines that came out and DWB. Were, yeah. Uh, which was sort of like an anti doctor who thing that sort of criticized it. It was doctor who bulletin or dream watch bulletin later on. And they were always really negative toward the show. And, um, they really it, hated John Nathan Turner. Yeah. So this is sort of repeating. History repeats itself. It's sort of happening again. But obviously it's easier to hear about this stuff now because everyone's online and chatting away about it. So. Yeah, you know, sometimes I hate that because I feel like, you know, if I like the show, I like the show. And then I get on social media and read others' opinions, and sometimes I feel like that colors what I think or feel about a show. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, um, I know that since I've started reading about Doctor Who, uh, it's been more difficult for me to really enjoy the show. Although, to be fair, the last couple of seasons have really sucked. And I guess they have. Think it would have mattered, but you know, there were definitely Moffat episodes that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, there were a couple of Chibnall episodes that I liked, but um, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. Is it? Is it? <laughs> am I not liking the show because I'm hearing all this stuff on social media, or am I not liking the show because it's just bad, or is it both? I don't know. It could be both. I mean, I I, I can count. On one hand, how many of the Jodie Whittaker episodes I like, and it doesn't even go up to five. <laughs> and it's definitely the stories have just not been that ex- exciting. It's just like Doctor Who's always been. They would always take you know like partly the Green Death. That was obviously about pollution, but it wasn't like jam down your throat because you had the giant maggots and you had Joe getting infected and stuff like by the whatever and then you know Remembrance of the Daleks was about racism but it wasn't jammed down your throat where where now the 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 causes that they want to bring to your attention just seems to be more forefront and slammed in your face than putting it okay let's have a story but also let's also have the message in there like what classic who, who and even the Moffat and Rusty Davis you would used to do, but it was more subtle than it is now. Yeah, I, I think Julie, you make a really good point though, because there is like a hive mind mentality sometimes when when a show is on a roll. You know, it could work both ways too. You could you could watch an episode and say, oh, I thought that was okay, and then read that it's one of the best episodes ever, and then maybe go, you know what, maybe they're right. And I do that too to a degree. I think I also find myself picking out an episode that I think was absolutely fantastic. And when I read that everyone hated it, I go, I get all mad and go, what? Now you guys hate the show? Because I, I, I'm usually the one who goes, ah, that episode sucked. And everyone says, bravo, it's the best thing ever. And I'm like, Yeah, but you usually it. don't waver when that happens, when you still like it. And you say, I don't like it because of this. And we're like, oh, okay. Well, but I can be influenced. If, if, if 90% of the people love this episode and I didn't like it, I go, wait a minute, maybe I... I 
I'll give it a second chance. And, and the opposite is, is true as well. So to a degree, and if I'm on the fence, that's when you, you I think maybe Julia, that's what you're, you're, you're kind of like, I kind of like that episode. And then everyone goes, oh, it sucked. You're kind of like, oh, well, maybe, maybe they're right. Especially if you hear some of the reasoning, then you go, okay, yeah, that's right. That's, that sucked, that part. Yeah. But, but you're right. But that's, there's, there is positivity out there. You got to find it though. Like when, when, I don't know if you look on YouTube or whatever, but when you look at bad Doctor Who, type that in and then you watch, you watch a review that says that Doctor Who sucks, your feed is going to be full of Doctor Who sucks <laughs> reviews. But if you were to look and say, hey, this is really good. And, you know, but me, I like, I like the train wreck. I like looking for the negativity, but I, I do <laughs> well, I do occasionally is, look at positive It's not positive that hard reviews. to find nowadays. It's, it, it's, it, all you have to do is type in Doctor Who and bam, the first three things on Twitter is like, there's only going to be six episodes this season. What the hell? We went from 13 down to six, blah, 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 blah. And we're going to have three specials in 2022. And then and I'm it, just like, just be lucky you have that because we had like 17 years of nothing. Well, yeah, but it's still a negativity because why are they doing it that way and everything? And I, I read an article or maybe, you know what, this was a, a, a video about, um, it, was a, it wasn't true facts. What it, it's rumors that part of this is, is their schedule. Jodie Whittaker and Chris Chibnall didn't want to do that they had a schedule that the bbc didn't agree with they were saying that they wanted to take remember that time they said they wanted to take a break and then take their time doing this and bbc says no let's crank these things out and so then why then why take on a job if chibna wanted to do it like that why did he agree to be the, the showrunner if the bbc didn't want him to do that i don't know should be in their contract to do X amount of episodes in a matter of a year or whatever, but he's, you know, and I don't know how true that is. So, but we can go on about it forever. I, I just, and I don't want to, the whole point of the matter is it is, there is a negative curtain going around right now about the show, but there are people who are like, I was on Facebook with one of my, one of my friends had posted and said, wow, I, you know, I, you know, there, there's fans out there that love it no matter what. They they're out there. They're 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 they have their their uh, cheerleader pom poms on, and they're going, Jody Whittaker, go go go. But I think there's less of those than there's been in the past. Yeah, there there has been. Yeah. So, if the BBC is stating that there's going to be radical change, I'm all for that. I hope it's like the change is we're gonna we decided to do good episodes <laughs> then mm -hmm. i don't mind the cramming of the th down the throat of social things as long as, if the episodes can get better then maybe i'll excuse that other stuff but now we're looking at episodes that aren't well written that are kind of boring most of them or a lot of them have some good ideas but they don't execute 100 percent, or they're not quite as good and they're also like oh by the way we have to go out and save and pick up plastic off the beach because you know the show is kind of telling us that we suck and that we it's our fault and stuff like that so it's doing two or three bad things now and let's see if we could try to i'm no longer hoping for the best i'm just hoping for something better mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't know
So that's what's going on with Doctor Who. It's definitely a, exciting, and that's what one of our topics later is going to talk about who could replace Jodie Whittaker. Um, I just want to mention a couple other little news bits that are non-Doctor Who related, um, things that I'm looking forward to. Um, there's a anime coming out called Blade Runner Black Lotus, which is going to be on um, Crunchyroll and Adult Swim, I think, uh, in November, I think. And um, I love Blade Runner, so I'm, I can't wait to see that. That looks pretty cool. Who are they going to use? Who's going to be the main character? I think it's someone called Decker? Black Lotus. No, nope. oh. I, I think it's all new characters. It's a, it's a. The comic book had a female. Yes, uh, the comic book is really good. And I've only read I've only read the first issue, but Black Lotus is similar to that, I think. And it's this uh, woman who um, I don't know if she's a Blade Runner and she's a replicant or something. So no, she's not a replicant. She's a Blade Runner. Okay. In the comic book, anyway. Well, the I, comic I, book is really good. I th- I'm not sure in the, in the movie, but or the series, I should say. So it'd be cheaper for, for you to get the collected, uh, the collected editions. Yeah, I I will seek that out at some point. That's available on Amazon. Yep, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I've been on. I, I guess I've told you guys this before, but I've been on a massive horror movie. <laughs> binge in the last few months I, I must have i must be up to 100 horror movies in the last some of them months. have been pretty weird that you told me about some of them are, are really bad and and but I, i've just been enjoying it i, I kind of i give high ratings to these really bad movies because i just had fun watching it but and i'm not i don't drink or anything like that so it's kind of like i'm watching these scenes straight and i'm having fun with them some of them are horrible but the acting <laughs> But um, the news I heard was uh, Ani, huh, I can't pronounce her name, Anna Taylor-Joy. Oh, yeah. That, that actress, is, she's going to be, she's cast in a remake of Nosferatu, which is um, the vampire, early vampire. And so I, she's good. I, I've only seen her in a couple of things, but. What was she in? The Witch, which is the really, really. The, yep. I haven't seen that, but and she was in um, the 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 um, oh, now I blink on everything. The the trilogy there of she wasn't in Unbreakable, but she was in um, begins with think, an S. I don't but think anyways, I know who she is. Yeah, <laughs> she she um, she was also in um, the New Mutants recently. Uh, but was she the blonde one. Oh, I could, and I know she is now. Yeah. But the witch is really creepy. So when I hear Nosferatu and Anna Taylor Joy, I think, oh, that hopefully she was in right. that Netflix. Yeah, but the chess one with Juliet, what Juliet said, yeah, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Split. Um, M Night Shyamalan's whatever you how you pronounce his name uh, trilogy of Unbreakable, Split, and Glass. Uh, Never was, saw any of them. Okay. Well, they're they're really good. <laughs> um, Is that the one with Samuel L. Jackson? Yep. Okay. Um, another bit of news that I thought was kind of funny is the way fans are. We talk about how critical they are. Cowboy Bebop fans are in um, 
and when you when I say that, the media says this at all. They go, the fans are up in arms over the fact that something's happening with the live action Cowboy Bebop. It doesn't mean that every fan is going, oh my God. It means one or two vocal fans are blabbing away and the media says, ah, oh, the fans are upset. And and I hate that. And that's what happens with sometimes with Doctor Who and stuff. It's like the fans can't stand this. Well, how many are you talking about? Two? But are you guys familiar with Cowboy Is, is that an anime or something? Yeah. It's an no, anime. I'm not. No. Familiar I with an, I don't really yeah. want anime. Yeah. yeah it's, I'm not it's, familiar with it at all. It's considered one of the best animes. And Cowboy Bebop is a big influence for Firefly. Is it's it really? kind of like a Western. It has a group of misfits sort of on board this ship, and they're not the, necessarily the nicest people. And I watched it many years ago. It was really good. And they're doing a live action, which is like, oh, oh no. <laughs> you know what? And some fans are claiming that the character of Faye Valentine who is the woman that's on the ship, um, they're upset because the actress they got doesn't look like the character in that Faye Valentine tend to wear very tight, revealing outfits with um, a lot of stuff going on up front or whatever, as you can say. And the, the picture that they released, it's a Netflix show, um, shows are a little more conservative. And of course, fans are like, oh boy. And, and the, the really? actress... They're yeah, I know. The, the actress is like being really sarcastic saying, well, they were looking around for someone that has those proportions and they don't exist in this world. So, you know, it's kind of funny, but um, I just, well, you know, fans can be really, really bad yeah. sometimes, but I think it looks, I can't wait for it. I think it looks fantastic. I don't know about the series. Who knows? The first thing I thought of was like, is it going to be like the watch or is it going to be like, you know, something better, but, um, maybe we can all watch it and do a season review on it or well, I watched it. Didn't like it. End of story. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just a lot of that stuff, but it depends on how much money they put into it. It's a, it's a thing that takes place like firefly. It's a thing that takes place in a space and it's spaceships and stuff like that. And I should ask my son if he knows what it is and that he's interested in it and maybe I'll watch it with him. It's short. It doesn't. It's a very short uh, anime, but um, yeah. Anyhow, so enough about that. Um, is, does anyone want to talk about what they've been doing over the last month or so in terms of? I do. Oh, I okay. Do. I watched the Web of Fear, well, the animation. Oh, you got watched, that? You watched it? Yes, I got it. I watched it. Um. I still love the story. It's a great story. But <laughs> I heard it's bad. It, it, yeah, it's not the best. Okay. It makes the first power of the Daleks. Remember when they came out with Power of the Daleks and they had to redo it because the animation was kind of like not that great? Yeah. I think I prefer that animation than this animation of the first Power of the Daleks. And I'm like watching it, I'm like going, and I took screen captures and I sent it to my friend in Scotland because he was inter he was interested. I don't he hadn't gotten it yet, and I like showed him. I says, uh, I said this definitely, you know, cheapness by the BBC is definitely, you know, top notch. 
And I said, the only thing I could think of is maybe they did this out of, they, they have hopes of getting that episode three back from that collector or whatever. Yep. So they, they did it really cheap. And they, they wanted to, well, you know, they, they're cheap and they also want to make money, so they want the fans to triple dip probably when they get it. And most fans will. If episode, if episode three comes back, everyone's going to buy that anyway. But I'm like watching that, I'm like going, you know, they just spent a little more effort. And what was disappointing when I was look, the credits came up for it, it was like Big Finish had something to, to do with that. And I'm like looking at it, I'm like going, it was definitely computered definitely computer big time like i was like just the way that their movements were like herky-jerky and the facial expressions were like uh, it was i mean is it better than watching a slideshow the tell snaps that that they gave us when they first released it yeah but it was just yeah. awkward watching i mean did it ruin the, the experience of watching that story no but you know there's a couple of times you're watching it and it's a serious moment and you start chuckling because it's just it's like, it looks like the brigadier is walk, walking like oh it was like you know there's a couple of these wrestlers when they walk to the ring they do like to strut with their shoulders right and brigadier still, like this strut with his shoulders when he was walking as he was pointing out on the uh they had like this blackboard he's of the map of the underground <laughs> It was like I'm sitting there laughing, going, "Oh boy, that's pretty." It was, it was funny, but it was not intended to be funny. It was just, I was like, yeah. "Okay." I, I just think they did it really cheap, just on yeah. the off chance that episode three gets returned. Yeah, it's hard to watch those animated episodes because if the animation is bad enough that it could distract from the episode, it doesn't do the episode any favors, especially if it's one that's kind of like, yeah, you know, or even, you know, like, oh, wow, that's supposed to be a classic and we're watching this herky-jerky animation. It's just one episode. Yeah. And the thing is, you can watch that episode in color, which I'm afraid to do. Because <laughs> oh. I'm just like, if it was this that bad in black and white i could just imagine what it looks like in color i don't know why they would do it in color if the rest of the series but the rest I, of I the show know. exists in black and white if, it, if they're going to do the whole thing animated then do it in color like power of the daleks but but it was disappointing because fury from the deep the animation was pretty good the re-release of power of the daleks the facial animation was decent it was good it didn't really detract and then you see this one and i'm just like going I've seen fans do better <laughs> than this. So hope, please don't use that animation studio again. <laughs> but so, hey, so, I, I mean, please animate more, but take a little bit more care. So. Julia, do you have anything that you've been watching or any of interest or uh, reading or anything? I don't spend all my time watching sci-fi fantasy stuff because it's just not, it's not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, my God. Uh, I know, I know. Um, I'm hugely into British crime drama, which surprised nobody. Um, there's a new series on, I don't even know what channel it's on. Um, it's called Annika with uh nicola walker who i love, love oh yeah she's from uh, uh spooks and she's also on big finish doctor who 
She's yes, really she's done a few of those. Yeah, she's also she did an amazing series called The River. Um, no, just called River and Unforgotten, which was an incredible series. If you haven't watched that, watch it. It is amazing, and she's amazing. Anyway, she's got this new series out. Again, playing a detective, but it's completely different. And I and she does that thing where she breaks the fourth wall and talks to the camera, which I know a lot of people find annoying. But I liked it because she was mostly either talking about her relationships or she was talking about her teenage daughter and the issues she was having. And she was very... She was talking to the camera in a way that you would talk if you were thinking these things in your head, but you knew you really shouldn't say them out loud. Oh, okay. And so it was kind of amusing at times and, you know, pretty honest at times. I mean, it's a much lighter series than than her previous stuff, but I, I, I've, been, I've watched two episodes and I've really enjoyed them. So I was always disappointed when they brought her back to Spooks just to kill her off. Spoiler. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I mean, that show's been out forever. So. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen it by now, too bad. I, I do like that that actress. I think she might even be on my list here of uh, of um, replacement doc, Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, I think she's way too popular. Well, she's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. She she's really good, and um, yeah, I wrote can't, I yeah. wrote it down. I wrote Unforgotten down, so I'm definitely um, up. She's for... a big big Finnish audio adventure companion to the Eighth Doctor, and her chemistry with Paul McGann is really good. Yeah, I th- I just think she's fabulous. I I don't think there's a bad thing I've seen her in. Yeah. So. She's really good. Uh, I've been watching uh, these bad horror movies. Uh, uh <laughs> one of them I watched was The Keep, 1983. Uh, it's a, a Michael Mann film. Before uh, um, before around the time of Miami Vice, but um, it's really weird. Uh, it, it's it's I don't know if I necessarily Scott Glenn is in it, Gabriel Byrne, Ian McKellen is in it, and oh. uh, it, it's um it, it's it's kind of neat. I'm not going to get into the details because I could talk about it for a while, but um, it's you know it has some really good special effects. It also has some very bad special effects too. It's an 80s one of those 80s um, what. What's the band that does the music? Uh, is it a Tangerine Dream or something? You know, it, it's one of those. It's very hard to to locate. It's not a very popular movie. There's a there's a a 210 minute long version that was that is not available to watch, and everyone's been wanting to see it and blah blah blah. So it's one of those kind of neat little things. I've been wanting to watch it for years. A friend of mine had always loved it and. I've never watched it until just recently, and it's like, oh, that was worth the wait. But and I also watched The Abominable Snowman yesterday, 1957 Hammer film with Peter Cushing. And Nigel Neal had written that, and he had done the TV series called The Creature, which was one of those many, many BBC shows that was created and not recorded and has has long since been gone so it was good to see i had seen that when i was a kid i was scared of it and uh it was good to see that again so anyways 
So enough about that. So do we want to get into our main topic? Sure. Yeah. Um, so every time there's a new doctor, even before the doctor leaves, everyone's always like, who could replace the new doctor or for the next doctor who or whatever. And for the first time, you know, forever, or it's kind of open that anyone could be the doctor, you know, because we have a female doctor. So now, and I had said earlier, I told you guys this, I said, I don't think that they're going to go back to a male doctor because I think it would be considered almost a, a failure if they, because the ratings and everything, that they, if they go back to a male, a white male doctor especially, it would be like, yeah, yeah, okay, we won't do that again. But out of principle, they probably are going to keep it, which it shouldn't be the case. You should find, if you can find a great actor or actress, no matter who they are, you should be able to hire them. But unfortunately, I think we're in an environment where I think they have to get someone I don't think they have to, but I think they would prefer to get someone that matches a certain um, look, unfortunately. But but anyhow, the first thing is it opens yeah. it up to so many different people, which is so cool. My gut feeling is they're going to go with someone who is safe. Well known, maybe well known that people like. I don't, you know. Yeah, I mean, the problem with that is that, you know, Somebody safe also means somebody popular and probably working a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so, but that that's but that's you know that would be the problem. I mean, we'd be stuck with the, the Chibno schedule again, or three seasons in five or six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're hurting for popularity. That's that's kind of that's my that's a theory. I don't mean they. They do, but they might want to go with someone who's popular. They get, oh, so-and-so is the doctor. Let's go watch. It's also expensive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I that's, have... that's another theory of mine. I think BBC is hurting for money, and that's why this episode count is dropping. I mean, when you look at the list, uh, some of the – these are names that are just so out there, and most of them list some – most of the names on my list are just so out there. You know, Kit Harrington – might be too too far. Kit Harrington, that kid can't act his way out of a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Well, John I, Boyga, Boyga or whatever from the Star Oh, John Wars. Boyega, he he would be a good choice. Yeah, and he's not super. He's not a superstar. Yeah, but, but everything he's he's been in, he's found a problem with the production crew or the production or something, but he'd be... He'll, he'll find something wrong with Doctor Who's production, that's for sure, but... Yeah, it's just like everything he's been in, he's been like... Whatever. That That's not a bad choice. That's actually pretty good. I have one here that has a big star next to it. I know everyone's going to roll their eyes and everything, but... I, and He might be a little too big, I think some people have heard of him called Benedict Cumberbatch, but he talk about biz, too busy. That guy's like a workaholic. <laughs> it's like he's got almost like a movie out once a month or something. I know he's like David Tennant. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the my picks who's popular and game popular is Michael Sheen. I have him on my list too. Yeah, he was he was on my list as well. Um, is he, he too big? He might be, but also on my list was number two was an unknown. Like when Matt Smith came, yeah. You know, when he had Matt Smith, he had a, a complete unknown who just took the the part, and you didn't have to worry about them doing a movie, 
and you can go series by series by series by series mm -hmm. and lock them in. And I guess part of this is if, if they're doing other shows, they're probably not available or anything like that. But obviously he would be a that goes back to the white male. But um, it, the thing is, though, if if we want a true unknown, then we probably don't know who they are. <laughs> so we well, can't. yeah, I mean, we did, when Tenet left and Matt Smith was announced, everyone was like going, who the hell is he? And he turned out to be re really good. And then they went with a well-known with Capaldi after. I don't think Capaldi was that well-known. I mean... Well, in Br England, he is. In England, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to think England is... They're gearing more towards... The BBC would gear more towards the UK first, but... Yeah, he was better known. I mean, he was better known than Tennant. Yeah. But, you know, they... they it has... They have gone with unknowns before, like... Yeah. Sylvester McCoy was a comedian. People were like, huh? And he actually turned out to be okay. Uh, I'll mention Olivia Coleman. Obviously, that's a name that always has popped up. I think, um, you know. Yeah, she'd be great. I think she would be really good. She's in everything. <laughs> She's another maybe too popular. Um, I mean, I, I can name off some more here. Uh, Killian Murphy, I think, would be pretty cool. I, I, he's a big movie guy, so. Um, so now you're going to your dream list. Well, yeah, they're, they're, you know. Just, just like be. everybody wants Idris Elba for James Bond, but I'm just like, oh, Idris Elba's getting up there in age. But well, what about Idris Elba for Doctor Who? Idris. Well, it's, it's pronounced Idris. Idris Is it? Elba. Oh, I'm yes. sorry. Idris. <laughs> well, he's not too old for Doctor Who. No, definitely not. No. Bond. That's, yes. Yeah. He's Bond younger Andrew? than what's his face is doing it now. Yeah, but it, oh, they yeah. usually on for like a long time, and it's like nine oh, nine Roger, years. Roger Moore. When he was... Well, Roger Moore stayed on too long. He was in his sixties, and you see this old man running down Russian spies and stuff, and you're like in view to a kill, and you're like, really? Well, he was also running down uh, women that were like 22 years old or something. It was pretty. Yeah, they're like more than gross. half his age, and I'm just like, you got yeah, my man. my grand my grandchildren. Oh, Roger Moore stayed on too long. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Haley Atwell. Um, yes, she would be a good one, but it, that would be a good pick. I mean, I think her 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 time on Marvel is done. I don't think she could do anymore. I mean. Um, that would be a good choice because I think it would be a positive choice. I think a lot of people, you know, I don't think she's she's not doing super movies, superstar movies or anything like that. So I think that's a that would be one that fits into that category of. And she's done the Doctor before, for one, the Big Finish Unbound, I believe. Okay, well, that was a long time ago. Um, I don't know what you think about that one, Julia. Haley Atwell, I think she'd be good. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. And she, you uh, know, she definitely was good in um, Agent Carter. She can do the yeah the action stuff. Yeah, no, I think I think she'd be good. She's she's I don't know. If she's like quirky enough. I've never seen her play quirky. Yeah. I've seen her play kind of evil. She was in this cop series. It was like a three or four episode thing. She wasn't mm. very nice in that. 
Um, but I've never seen her do like quirky. But who knows? I mean, I may just not have. I mean, I haven't seen her in that many things, so. Yeah. Um, some other names that have popped up are uh, Robert Sheehan uh, from the Umbrella Academy. Really? Well, Chris Marshall's name always gets mentioned and all that. Oh, I hope not. I don't like him. I don't like him either. He was in this sh- comedy show, and I never liked it. He was oh, My Family. Yeah, My Family. He was in Death in Paradise, too. And yeah. And he played that annoying guy in... in That's uh, all he does is play annoying guys. Love Actually. <laughs> so that means, he's, that means he's probably a shoe-in for the role. <laughs> but Jodie Comer. She's way too big. You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So a name, another name that's popping up on all the lists online are Richard Iota. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's on my list. Iowating. He's, he's really yeah. good. But I don't know if he could. I, I kind of looked around to see if I could see him in anything that's serious because he's obviously um, a really good comedian. And this brings up a good point. With someone like that, who, who I all I see is Moss from IT Crowd. I can't see anything else. <laughs> and so if I and Matt Berry is another one on this list too. He was in IT Crowd, and, and I don't know if I like him as an actor, but um, they play yes. these super funny characters. And if he's the doctor, I I can't imagine that I'd be able to to watch it without thinking that he's always funny. But <laughs> so Dowd is listed as people they want. Ugh. I don't know. Who's that? He was in Thor, The Dark World. He was in Bridesmaids. Okay. You know me. He was in. He was also in the It Crowd. Or the IT Crowd. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Okay. Uh, a few other names: Ollie Alexander, Aaron Kellyman from Winter Soldier, the one that played the uh, the villain there. Yeah. There's like all these like listen, you look at these people and you're just like okay, I know they're your Tom Felton. Because people well, who have their wish list and some of these names are just like Yeah, I mean I, I, um Natalie Dormer's on some lists. But the the thing that's kinda I mean, you got to get a the new showrunner first before you replace act the, the doctor, right? Because one of the showrunner, one the one again, an actor or actress that fits his or her, you know, idea for what the show, what they want to do for the show going forward. Yeah, maybe. So, all this speculation of oh, this person is going to be the doctor. Well, no, you need. I mean, can they really? Replace the do- uh, name the new doctor before they have a showrunner. Probably not. So uh, Noel Clark has been another name that has popped up. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> that's not know. happening anytime. That's soon. not going to happen. No. <laughs> uh, Phoebe I, Walker. I have, I have an interesting um, option. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Dinklage. Okay. I think he would be great. He's always I think he, he would be busy British too. Accent. He can do an intense speech. He can be funny. I don't know. I think he'd be I think he'd be an interesting choice. It'd be an interesting choice, but isn't he? He's pretty busy. 
I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I, no, I, I would, that I, would actually I think, work. Um, <laughs> I, I just, yeah, that would be, uh, again. I, we're, we're, I think he's, I love him. I think he's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tom Hiddleston. Another yeah. name that's popped up is Tom Holland. I don't know if that's, uh, <laughs> again, we're getting, you know, a little bit out of the uh, universe here with picking some of these names. People want, a lot of people have Joel Martin on the list, but I think that ship is sailed once Chibnall leaves. Yeah. I, I didn't like her as an, I didn't think she acted that good. I mean, I've only, I've only seen her in that. And, and you know, I think there's a lot of other better um, actresses. But. People on the list, I have no clue who they are. So that kind of fits in with the unknown. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see if I can find. Uh, I can't pronounce names. Tania Miller. Uh, she was in Haunting a Bly Manor. Um, that's the only reason I know her. Um, she was good in that. And um, Michaela, Michaela, Michaela. Oh, Michaela Cole. Cole, yeah. Yeah, I saw her. I've seen her name on a lot of lists too. Another yeah. one I saw that was interesting was Tatiana Maslani. And oh, yeah. she would be interesting. I mean, she's not British, but but she can do an accent. She's yeah. Canadian, but I mean, she was amazing in Orphan Black. She's I mean, she Hulk. Like, I would forget that too. she was playing. I like I would just forget that that's yeah, like Five of her in the room. It's not all different actors. Oh yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think she's that in that show. She was the best actress ever, and I'm glad she finally won the 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 Emmy. The Emmy because when the first time she was nominated and didn't win, I was livid. (laughs) I was. You sure were. You sure were. I hated everyone that voted for you know who was it that won? It was I don't know. Stupid. It was See that's the fact. The Americans is you don't re- or something. You don't, you don't remember who won. That's the problem. That's... Yeah, because they were some oh well they won again. Okay, that's great. Anyways, sorry, don't get me started on that. No, no. Um Andrew Lincoln's been mentioned from uh Walking Dead. Really? Huh. Yeah. When I say mentioned it, maybe one person in some basement somewhere to just mention it, but <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. I've no. seen his name quite a few times. He's going to cost way too much money. Yeah. No, he's too much. No. I mean, it's an interesting choice, but it's I, a choice, but it's, it, but it's not going to happen. No. Cause every time I see him, I think Harry Potter. Well, yeah. yeah. Even <laughs> when he said other stuff, I actually saw him uh, on Broadway and, how to succeed in business without really trying. All I can think of is, oh, look, there's Harry Potter right in front of me, like <laughs> 10 feet away. <laughs> and I was just like. So oh. about John, Johnny, Lee Mil- Johnny Lee Miller. That would be a good one. It's more of a classical type of. He was already in Doctor Who. I know. He, he returned he to in, Doctor Who after he was like a kid. <laughs> in Kinda. And Sherlock Holmes wasn't bad. It was yeah. different. If he kind of played it like that but a little bit more yeah i could see that the other one i saw was david morrissey and yeah uh, he'd be good <laughs> would he be i don't know uh, a couple other names i don't recognize here T- tom rosenthal uh, oh, david, tom. david harewood harewood from supergirl oh again Ben in 
Oh yeah, yeah. Always the comes president. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. A few of these people have been in Doctor Who before. <laughs> oh, that's like, true. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, his name always his his. That's another one. The name's always there for whenever someone is Max, leaving. Maxine Peak, I think, or Pearl. I don't. Know, I can't. David Johan. John, Johansson. I don't know. I'm, I'm, Someone has Tom Parker there on the on their list. Who? No. Oh, yeah. Malfoy there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Domhnall Dom, Gleeson, another oh, uh, Harry yeah. Potter. Uh, yeah, a lot of names. Tilda Swinton. Swinton. Uh, I, you know, James McAvoy. I mean, we're talking Kate Beck, Beckinsale. There's just so many names that are like. Eat Beckinsale? People yeah. are just throwing out names <laughs> like, oh, I'd really like to have this person be the doctor. It's like they don't, it's just like all these, they're witch list and then they have their yeah. fantasy pick. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, hey, I don't why have... not just go and say, hey, I want Jason Statham to be the doctor? I mean, he's British. <laughs> Ian McKellen. Uh, yeah, there's just so many names, and it's like, well, you know, we can when they make the announcement, we'll 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 look back at this and say, yeah, we said the person's name, but we also said another hundred names. <laughs> we I mean, said like fifty million, uh, fifty. Nicholas Holt, uh, Hugh Laurie, uh, <laughs> you know, let's name everyone. Vicky McClure. Yeah, so I, you know, I think they'd be better off going with unknown. That they can tie down for so many years that they don't have to worry about them being too busy. Yeah, that would be the way to go. I'm sure they will. You know, I mean, I think that um, Jodie Whittaker was probably the most. You know, she had just been in Broadchurch. Yeah, yeah. So, and with Chris Chibnall. Right. Yeah, and like you said, Jeff, you're right. Uh, uh, we, we, you know, maybe we'll talk about um, a showrunner in another episode. But um, that, if if they announce that first, then then we can narrow the probably narrow it down because it's not always someone that they're interested in. Uh, not to go off topic, but I thought Rachel Talalay might be a good showrunner. But she's oh, she, she's yeah. doing everything. She's writing every single show that's on TV right now, um, but Doctor Who included. But um, she's been doing uh, The Flash, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Superman, Lois, Riverdale, uh, American Gods, Doom Patrol, Supergirl again, Iron Fist. <laughs> so Sherlock. she likes being busy, I guess. I guess. But every show you can name in the last. I imagine if she if she they asked her to do Doctor Who, I'm sure she would drop all the other stuff and just devote all her time to that. She would kind of have to. But I kind of, you know, be interesting to see who she would pick for a Doctor. Yeah. But I think she's a writer more. But who knows? We'll see. But that's I'm just throwing that out there as like a teaser if we decide to to tackle that that whole thing. But that would be tougher because. Actress uh, and actresses to, to play the person to play the doctor is easy to look. Yeah. Showrunners, that's harder to yeah. try to figure out. And I think the fact that I mean, I, I think Julia's seen most of the. Not, I shouldn't say most. She's seen more of the British, definitely more, more than, than I have. More, more than, than you and I, yeah. Yeah, and Jeff probably the second, but um, you know, more than likely, we, 
you know, maybe we've seen them in something once they pick the person, but it's it's hard. And I think even in Britain, it's hard because you can't watch everything. You know, imagine they were going to make an announcement to replace a character in a show over here in America. It's like, well, you know, who do you choose from? It's not like there's only 500 people out there. There's thousands, and it could be anyone. Well, and plus, you know, in 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 Great Britain, they tend to the actors tend to move seamlessly between film and TV and stage. And in the U.S., it's it's becoming slightly more common. But you know, you're either a television actor or you're a movie actor. Yeah, and right. rarely do But in you... England, you you do all three. Yeah, and it's just like it's a big deal when a movie actor goes to Broadway. Yeah. And very like a TV actor will go to films, but very rarely will a film actor go to TV. Yeah. So. I yeah, think that gives them, yeah. I think that gives them more options, you know, in in the UK for. Yeah. But you're seeing more and more than you used to, though, like you yeah. said. Yeah. Carrie Mulligan. No. She's no. too busy. A- Emily Mortimer. <laughs> do, okay, let, let's. Do you want someone older? And I don't mean eighty or ninety. I'm talking about older than like what? Five. Well, I don't know. How old? Forty. Fifty. I mean, Capaldi was what? In his fifties. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was one of the oldest, wasn't he? Him and Hartnell were the two oldest. Yeah. I mean, I'm seeing somebody a bit older. Or I should say, more mature. I mean. You know that it goes back to that scene where in the 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 special with um, the two Matt Smith and David Tennant acting like children and um, what's his name going? Oh my God, what are you guys doing? You know, you're so immature and everything. It's just like, yeah, I don't want to see that necessarily young and vibrant and running around. A little bit of that, but, but well, you kind of can because you, they kind of switch off. I mean, Jodie Whittaker was kind of like. David Tennant's doctor a little bit, so you kind of need to switch off that and be a bit more serious. Yeah. Still jokingly, but a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I'll say this, and I think this is a given, it doesn't matter who they get for this role. They could be the best actor. Oh, they're going to they get... Be, they could be the worst actor. If the writing... And, and the show doesn't fix their writing and fix these issues that we've been having trouble with and and make it exciting because I thought Chris Chibnall fixed a lot of things, but one of the things that he didn't fix was he didn't make the shows necessarily exciting. The bad guys weren't really that good. The bad guys were, yeah. They were... You know, the tooth guy. They were, yeah. They... <laughs> The bad guys were bad any... because they were badly written and yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why season six or thirteen here is going to have a lot of classic villains in it. That's not necessarily a fix either, but well, if anything, it's going to make more fans mad if when you bring back these classic monsters and they suck. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like a, thanks for bringing back that guy or that monster. Well, with the, but... all the negativity that the show has been getting, why would any actor in the right mind want to take the role of the Doctor? Well, that's the thing. The ratings are so low. You know, if I'm someone that's middle of the, of the road here and Michael Sheen or whatever. And, and yeah, if you're Michael Sheen, I, yeah, exactly. Or Nicola Walker or whatever. Why would you want to take this role? 
that's why it looks like you get it's an unknown who's like, hey, this could springboard me into yeah. something better. <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it, it's, you know, it's a it's a combination of everything. And like, you know, I said, you know, they, they brought in some really good actors in the past in Doctor Who and, and you know, I'm blanking on the name, but the guy from... Uh, uh, I'm blanking on every name because I can't even name, name the episode, he, the show that he was in. But the uh, the master there, when they announced him coming in, um, from oh, yeah. uh, what's his name, uh, they they brought him as the master. I'm like, well, that there's a really good actor, and he came in and he was horrible. I hated him. As That's the, the thing. Every incarnation of the master since I found Mars guy. Yeah. In the new series, the master has been so unhinged and way over the top. I mean, Ainley was over the top, but he was also serious. Why can't you have a master who's more, a little bit more serious like Delgado? Why do they have to be always so unhinged? It's just like... Well, there's this energy. The doctor, the new doctor in this, these shows has an energy to him. You know, um, he's younger, he's vibrant, he's he's off the wall, he talks a mile a minute, and they wanted a, uh, someone to match him. And that's what the John Sim did in the for the master. And the first opening minutes of him going, I just was like, and this this new guy was the same way. He was like, and I'm like, oh, God. You know, it, it bring back uh, uh, the previous one because I thought. And then when Moffat did John Sim, it was a lot better when he was with Capaldi. Yeah. So, anyways, we could, I don't want to get into. Well, that could be another podcast in itself. John Sim is the doctor. Hmm. Uh, he's he's too busy too. He's another one who's a workaholic. Well, there's only going to be six episodes. So they you know they can be you know why not bring it down to six and so now every anyone can do it because I don't know. So so I don't know if anyone who has their own ideas if they want to comment in our uh, postings of what who they think could be the doctor or someone that we didn't name because I didn't name everyone on my list because it gets ridiculous. But um, Colin Morgan, you know, but uh, <laughs> go ahead and uh, let us know. And uh, anything else we want to talk about this? No, I think I'm good. Okay, thanks for listening.